guys, it's me, Shade. I hope that your week was well last week and that you found something to make you smile and you were able to kind of find some community. And if you haven't, I am praying for some people to get connected because that's important. Over the last couple of days, uh, I've been working in my me journal and <laughs> one of the, a couple of the pages that I've been doing have been, what are your thoughts on? And then I noticed the pattern of people sharing things with me via social media or text messages or whatever and sharing things and saying, what do you think about this? Or have you seen this? And just having just different dialogue about so many different things, right? And I begin to discover that what's happening is, is that I am watching what the world is putting out, right? I am seeing all of these things. I am hearing what people are saying. And I do want to have a pause here. And I want to encourage people to remember to practice active listening skills. Now, this is coming from someone who I still struggle with this. So pot kettle, here's the mayor, right? (laughs) I think I was talking to a friend and I think a lot of my generation, we have undiagnosed ADHD. And one of the signs of that is interrupting people sometimes when they're talking. And I'm working on it, y'all. I've been working on it my entire life. And I've gotten a little bit better, but I still suck. So if I do it, I do apologize. But when you're talking to someone, it's so important to hear them, uh, not necessarily to hear them to give a rebuttal and to get your point across, but to hear them for clarity and to hear them for what they are saying to you. And then it's also important to then, after they speak, say um, probing questions like, did I hear you correctly when you said, or so am I right to understand this? Or is this what you're saying? It's just helpful and not with an attitude just for clarity because it makes sure that you are hearing what the other person is saying and then the other person is seeing that you're listening to them, that you're trying to get clarity. I understand that sometimes when I've said it to some people, they're like, Shadi, you're being funny. I'm really not. I swear. I just really want to know. But sometimes my face and my words and my tone gives off a sarcastic vibe and I'm not being sarcastic. I am being dead serious. So if I ever do it to you, I'm really serious. I really want to know. Okay. All right. So um, (laughs) in the world, the world uh, oftentimes will, I'm going to press play there. The world oftentimes will give us these things, these opinions, right? Everyone's doing these things. People are engaging in these type of topics. Whatever the hot topic is, everyone does it, right? And as a believer, a Christ follower, a Christian, I love Jesus. I think a lot of us are sometimes in a limbo where we see what the world is doing. And it's oftentimes not even that we disagree with what you're doing for you. We just don't want it for us. And we understand that, let me speak for myself. I understand that the things that you may like may be great for you, but it's not good for me. And in my faith walk, I can admit to being that Christian who was extremely judgmental sometimes. I was that Christian who saw things and 
internally was like, I can't believe they're doing X, Y, and Z. And oh my goodness, I was that Christian. I was the Pharisee who um, condemned people and it wasn't right. And you can lie to yourself and say that you don't do those things, but we all go through that sometimes. And if you're not ready to hear that, then that's okay. It comes with growth. It comes with relationship with Christ. It comes with sinning and allowing God's grace to like overtake you to the place where you recognize that, yo, I'm just as ratchet as all of those other people. And mine is probably almost a little worse because I thought I was good in my own heart, right? Um, And so oftentimes as a believer, I will uh, hear different conversations, whether it be uh, politics or whether it be conversations about the LGBT2 plus community, or whether it be conversations about abortion, whether it be conversations about certain pop stars, like everyone right now is currently talking about Beyonce and should Christians go to the concert and all of these things, right? I think the one thing that rings so true in my mind is Romans 12 and 2 where it says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve that God's will is his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And so I think what happens sometimes is that we read that scripture and we overlook something so important. And it says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It doesn't say to be transformed by the renewing of other people's minds or anyone else. It says your mind. And so what happens for me, again, we're only talking about me. This is my own personal therapy time, right? Uh, I can then look internally and I can see that my mind must be deeply changed in Christ. My mind, not anyone else's, but mine. So I can't look at other people and say, you should not, you cannot, you what, you must not, all of these things. I must look at myself, right? And I get it. It's a little difficult sometimes because it's so easy for us to look at other people. Let's be realistic. We can't even see ourselves until we look in a mirror. And I think that's hard because then we don't even know our own errors. I love when people come to me and say, hey, you got something in your nose. You have something in your teeth. Because I can't see that. (laughs) I can't see those eras, right? But the one thing I can do is I can control what's happening in my mind. My mind, there's a scripture in Romans that says we take every thought captive and make it obedient under Christ. I believe it's Romans, but it may be John. Forgive me. I'm going to find it and I'm going to tell you. (laughs) So sorry. Um... But again, this is why I encourage everyone to do what? Study the word for yourself. Because then you can hear what I'm saying and be like, girl, that was wrong. This is actually the scripture. And that's helpful, right? That's very much so helpful because we grow together. Um, But in the midst of us being transformed by the renewing of our minds, I think sometimes we look at that for our outside practices, And we say things like, 
You shouldn't be sleeping around. You shouldn't be cussing. You shouldn't be doing all these things. And as a believer, I get it. I get it. As a believer, there are things that I should not do, right? Realistically speaking, right? It's also just important to understand that as a believer, I do not conform to the patterns of this world. Again, Romans 12 and 2. But I am transformed by the renewing of my mind. Christ does that. He does that. He changes the way we think about these things. So he changes it from a place of the things that I don't necessarily, I don't have to do those things or I don't get to do those things. I choose not to do those things. I love Romans 8 and verse 5 where it says, Those who live according to the, fre- to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live according to the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. That's the thing, right? Like your mind is governed by the Spirit. So it's not necessarily those things of, I cannot do this. I shouldn't do this. Hey, I choose not to do these things. Because I love Jesus, so my mind is renewed. And so if you're a part of any of those things, if you disagree with my political views, if you disagree with my lifestyle, if you disagree with these things, I am firmly planted in Christ. I am transformed by Christ and my mind is renewed and I'm standing firm in that. And sometimes that can be a lonely road. But what I tell you it is, it's not a judgmental road. Because as my mind is transformed, I'm not judging people. I am really consumed with, Lord, I want your desires. And again, as Romans 8 and 5 says, that my mind is doing things according to where my mind is set, right? So if I have desires of the Spirit, then my mind is set for that Spirit, right? So if my mind is set to follow the Spirit, that's where my desires go. And so the Spirit wants me to love others. The Spirit wants me to spread the gospel. The Spirit has never told me to judge someone. That was when I was thinking too highly of myself. And I think we all have come to a place where we have thought too highly of ourselves and God had to bring us down a couple of notches. And again, we're talking about me. So I will say he has brought me down several, several notches. (laughs) But it's okay after you cross over because when you're going through it, it legitly feels like hell. Um, (laughs) Very humbling. But then you cut, you like, like you really get to the other side and you recognize that Christ just wants you to be simple. He just wants you to love him. He wants you to follow him. He wants you to spread the gospel. We make so many things so difficult. And I think what the world says is you have to be with me or against me. And Christ is almost the same you guys like you know he doesn't want us to be hot or cold like he doesn't want us to be lukewarm he wants to be hot or cold right so choose pick jesus that's your choice right he still loves you the bible says that he leaves the 99 and goes after the one he still will wait for you it's like the prodigal son he'll wait for you to come back and i love that he'll do that because he's again so gentle and he's so loving But then he's also so mighty and he will fight for you Um, because again, he died for us, right? But even in all those processes, Christ wants our minds to be renewed. 
And so my challenge for me, again, we're just talking about me because this is my therapy session, um, is how do I interact with others when I don't like them? <laughs> Practically speaking, how do I interact with people who lifestyle may not go with what I feel like should go? I funnel it through Christ. Because at the end of the day, Christ still loves them. So if that means that Christ says, hey, I still want you to speak. Hey, I still want you to treat them with respect because he does. Hey, I know that you have different political views, but I still want you to pray for them. Hey, I know that they are for these things that I'm probably against. (laughs) Christ still wants me to pray for them. And even in some instances, you all, Christ may call me, not you, not everyone listening, but he may call me to have lunch and tea with them for us to have a good conversation. There's different parts of our faith walk where Christ calls us to do different things with different people, right? I will say that if you are new to faith, then there are some conversations that you probably should not be a part of just yet because you may not be free from all of those things that you have maybe have been struggling with. Um, But again, that's a you thing. Only you can know those things. But then that also comes with community and accountability. Hey, friend. Hey, mentor. I'm praying about these things. I'm thinking about these things. I'm concerned about these things. That's where community comes in, right? In reference to your own mind, then now the question is, how is your mind transformed? Well, that's easy. Your mind is transformed when you spend time in the Word. Because the only way that you can really have a mind that is governed by the Spirit, that is that lives according to the Spirit, according to what Romans 8 and 5 says, is when you spend time with Christ. And I can't think of any other way but to spend time with Christ. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. This is a generation where we want so many times to spend time with so many other people. We want to uh, spend time on the clock app. We want to uh, uh, spend time, you know, reading other books. We want to spend time uh, playing different games, playing on social media. We want to spend time watching mindless television. We want to spend time doing so many different things that we forget the fact that we have to spend time reading our word. And this is, again, a pot kettle moment because I struggle with that. I struggle all the time with that. That's something that I'm like, Lord, help me. Help me to really seek your face. And I can do so well for such a long time. And I may hit a road bump where I may not read today or may not read long enough or whatever that looks like. And then I feel so discouraged because that's the enemy, right? Like, what? Come on. Should I just read your word? Again, we're talking about Sade here, right? We're not condemning anyone. We're just talking about Sade. (laughs) But at the same time, Christ is like, girl, if you don't get it together, talk to me. Spend time with me. I want to see you. Pay attention to your personal triggers. How do you feel internally? I know for me, when I don't spend enough time with Christ, and when I say enough time, sometimes there are seasons in my life when I deal with certain people, certain types of people even, because it may just be different people, but the same type. I know that I need to spend a little bit more time with Christ. I know that 
hey, if I listen to these type of genre of music too much, then my mind is really transformed. Like, I'm a girl who grew up, again, in the 90s, right? 2000. So if you put on Nuck If You Buck, I'm ready to, like, have a good time, right? Like, that's just who I am. <laughs> but at the same time, you should not be that way all the time, okay? I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm also from the mindset of, I don't know everything, right? I think when I first came to faith, for real, when I was first seeking Christ, I did. I stopped listening to all the secular music. I let go of those things. I stopped reading all my books. I stopped watching certain types of movies. But for me, at first, at first, that was a good place for me. I needed to do that. Now, I learned that in the midst of me doing that, then I became someone who was extremely judgmental. And so I had to work on me. I had to figure out what that looked like internally. Because my thing was, I was judgmental internally. Nobody really knew. Some people probably knew. But (laughs) I was judgmental, like, really bad internally. Um, But my mind really wasn't focused on Christ anymore. I was so much focused on the law, right? I have to do these things. I'm a recovering people pleaser. Probably still am every now and then, guys. Pray for your sister. Um, But it happens. So what do we do with all of this? Because my encouragement to you and to me is to not only spend time with God, but allow him to really change our minds. Allow him to come to us and spend time with us and to sit with us, right? There is this amazing song called, and it's called The Potter. And as you know, we're, we're, we're being formed by Christ. You have to allow Christ to remove those things that don't look like him, okay? And so that way, when you interact with people who don't look like you, who don't act like you, you can be the best you that Christ has called you to be. I want to make sure that when people leave my presence, they have a good experience. Now, do I make the mark every time? No, I do not. (laughs) I do not. It's a struggle. It's a struggle every single day. I need help. I don't know how to do that. Um, But at the same time, in the process of it all, I have to know, like I gotta know, I gotta know that as I spend time with Christ, I'm learning more about him. And he's able to fix those areas that are in me that are not like him. And so if that means that I need to turn off my BET Plus or my HBO or my Peacock or my TikTok or all of those things, whatever it is, if I need to turn off all of these distractions and just spend some time with him and allow him to renew my mind, then that's what I need to do. And so whether it's 
I'm being judgmental, whether it's I'm out here blatantly sinning, whether my desires for worldly things are so strong, because that's real too. There's some of us who we struggle because we just need these things and we're not willing to wait for Christ to fill certain voids. So we give ourselves to other people and to other things and to whatever. And so whatever that is, that is something that we have to work on too, right? And so whatever, whatever your thing is, right? Whatever that is, whatever your distraction is, whatever your thing is that you are being governed by. And for a lot of us, it's work. Work has been the God that governs us. And I mean little G God, not big G God. It has been that. For students, it's your school. And this is not me saying, don't go to work, don't go to school. But this is also me saying, prioritize spending time with Christ and allowing him to renew your mind. Allowing him to talk to you and to teach you and to share with you different things and to look into you and to show you those things that are not like him. So when I look in the mirror, I want to be able to say, I look more like Christ than I look like the world. When people see me, I want them to say, that girl is not like the world. (laughs) And they may not say it off the bat, right? Because nobody actually talks like that, realistically speaking. But I've gone to enough funerals to know when I have been in the presence of people who have encountered someone who lived by the Spirit, not judgmental, but just with grace and kindness. Even the people who were a little snappy, Because I mean, I'm spicy sometimes. Let's just be real. I'm just saying, let's just see who I am. But I want to make sure that there's a standard for my life that says I am governed by the spirit of Christ. And that's my prayer for you. That as you spend time in the word and you spend time with community, remember, you are able to be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you look more like Christ than you do of the world. I hope that makes sense. Let's pray. Father, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, that you are a good father. I thank you, God, that you just want us to spend time with you. I think, Lord, that a part of your love languages, God, really are quality time. It is quality time, Father, and that's what you want of us. You want us to spend that quality time with you so that we we can communicate with you and hear from you, God, and, and love you, God, and spend time with you, God. And just like we see in, 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 in relationships of people who have been together for such a long time, as they as they are together, God, they even begin to resemble each other. They have each other's mannerisms. Lord, I pray, God, that each and every person who's listening, God, they would spend so much time with you, God, that they would have your mannerisms. God, they would begin to say your sayings, Lord, that they would study your word and they would interact with people the way you want them to, God. And not in a controlling way, God, but knowing that I choose to do these things because I love God. I love him and he loves me. Father, I thank you. I pray peace for each and every person. 
I thank you, God, that you see us, that you love us, and that you know us. And God, I pray, God, that they would always know that they are fully loved and known by you. It's in Jesus' mighty and matchless name that we pray. Amen. All right, guys. Well, until next time, be blessed. Talk to you later.